What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Everybody, welcome in. Quick snaps, comedy football talk, special day, new time. We're we're scrambling around because uh, I'm moving. <laughs> You're and, always uh, moving. <laughs> I'm moving. Aaron Hodges is nice enough to work with me, and we didn't want to miss this week, but we didn't uh, couldn't do it at the regularly scheduled time, and so here we are doing a little special uh, off time, off season quick snaps for you. Yeah, it's a Sunday afternoon podcast. This feels different. For sure. It's weird. No football. Teams are starting to scramble a little bit. They're making their chess moves. I made a quick list of things that we may want to talk about today real quick. You uh, made a quick snaps list? I made a quick list. <laughs> Tom Brady signed an extension with the Bucks. Boo. <laughs> Cam Newton resigned with the Patriots. That's interesting. That surprised me. Uh, Dave Gettleman. I got a clip from him. He was asked about the window that he has for... Daniel Jones being on a rookie contract. Oh, that's interesting. We'll play that in a second. Uh, Juju Smith apparently is done in Pittsburgh. I didn't know that. And you you told me I was a fool for not knowing that. I'm not a fool, but I'm not surprised <laughs> to hear that because there are three good wide receivers in Pittsburgh. He's one of them, and he's the oldest and most expensive one. So beat it, right? Chase Claypool, Deontay Johnson, move on. Cheaper, younger, faster, less dancing on things on wow, sounds uh, like a beauty social pageant. media platforms and logos. <laughs> Beat it. He's just getting started on Dance Dance Revolution. <laughs> I, I he's fine. He's the he's the twenty ninth best wide receiver in the league, right? I guess so. He's probably. Yeah, I feel know, like he's higher. There. He's, not, he's not top twenty anymore. You don't think so? No, he's not even top three on his own team. That could have something to do with chemistry, you know, personalities <laughs> clashing. I mean, you can art. You can argue that's debatable, but he's he's in the neighborhood with the other two guys who are younger and cheaper. Yeah, they're all twenty something best wide receiver in the world. Okay. All right. That's what I think. As we sit here on a Sunday in the offseason, that's what I think. That's a list that I think is more fascinating than quarterback rankings at this point. Wide receiver, right. wide receiver rankings, I think, is more debatable. We can do that list. Now, here, I mean? now, not to get too far afield in fantasy, you know, an area that maybe you're not, you, don't, you don't study it. What's you don't that? think much about it. No, I'm sorry. I can't hear you from the cellar, <laughs> from the Quick Snaps League cellar. I can't hear you. <laughs> that's, my, that's my first cellar dwelling in years. It hurts. You just decided uh, to do it in the year of no relegation. That's right. And no fees. <laughs> right, right. And I was the first overall pick. pick. I wasted it. Picked a great time to not give a fuck. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 20, that should be the slogan of 2020. Uh, so uh, 
I'm actually in fantasy. I'm haunted by not keeping uh, DK Metcalf in my old school keeper league, which you keep him forever. If you want to, you keep five guys every year forever, whatever five. I mean, it changes every year, but there are some guys that you have for a decade or more, you know? Mm-hmm. And I released DK Metcalf after his rookie year. Cause I had a stack team and i they weren't letting Russ cook and he was clearly a good receiver and, but he wasn't cranking out numbers. Right. Yeah. Then he went bananas and he's arguably the top, you know, one of the top, you know, uh, dynasty keeper kind of guys in all of football. Right. He'll, he'll be very, 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 very good for the last, for the next five years, I would say. Probably 10. Right. Well, there's going to be a few less varies after five. A few less what? Varies. Oh, gotcha. He'll, he'll be very, very, he'll be very, very good. <laughs> totally, totally lost. That's a real. Well, cult, I mean, yeah, there's a lot of variables because Russell Wilson could leave this year. We don't know for sure. He ain't going anywhere. I think you're right. Uh, but just to finish the thought, so I have the same fear about Chase Claypool. He's six four. He's got these huge hands. He scored over ten touchdowns in his rookie year, and I'm I. I have five better players in my keeper league than he is. And I'm thinking of releasing him and I'm worried about being haunted. And I think he's got a shot at having a gigantically high Metcalf-ish ceiling. Who are the five so people I'm, better than him? Mahomes, Tyreek Hill, Mike Evans, Antonio Gibson, and um, the tight end from the Raiders. What's his name? Oh, Waller the Baller. Not a good sign that you can't remember his name. Cut him. Come on, I'm rusty. Cut him. <laughs> Cut him. Waller's the next Kelsey. What are you talking about? Get out of here. There is no next Kelsey. There's one. There is only one? There's only one. <laughs> I'm enjoying this conversation already. I, I think you're right. He's the next best thing to Kelsey, whose name doesn't rhyme with brittle. Mm. How's that? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For a riddle. Brittle kittle. <laughs> <laughs> well done. Although, well done. yeah, br- Kittle is brittle. That's actually the one knock on the guy. Mm. Um, so anyway, my to get back to the original point, I think Chase Claypool has a very high ceiling as a long-term fantasy asset and legit uh, NFL wideout. Yeah, keep him. Get rid of Waller. Really? Yeah, I would. All right. Waller's already done it. Claypool's like, we think he's going to do it. I mean, if you keep Claypool, you could probably that's even, that's a double. <laughs> hit the wrong sound effect the first time. <laughs> Anything that reminds me of the old serious days, I embrace. I enjoy it. Hey, little Billy, I got a different set of rules of mine. You want to hear them? Here they come. Wait, what? Sometimes when you win, you really lose. And sometimes when you lose, you really win. And sometimes when you win or lose, you actually tie. And sometimes when you tie, you actually win or lose. I just, <laughs> just wanted to get the heat off of me. <laughs> uh, all right. Can we go back to some of these other stories? These are some interesting stories that you pulled out there. Yeah. The other thing that I, I didn't mention yet was uh, Myers Leonard is a, is a player for the NBA, uh, Miami Heat. And okay. He got in some heat for uh, a Jewish slur that he used while playing a video game and streaming live. 
So NBA player is playing a video game and streaming live and said a Yiddish slur or an anti or anti-Semitic slur. What I don't what's the difference? Well, like a he's not like a Jewish kid who's cussing in Yiddish. Oh, no. Okay. No. No, he's saying bad things about Jewish people. And, um, oh, okay. This beca- well, that's very different. <laughs> this becomes an NFL story because Julian Edelman, the Jewish face of the NFL, perhaps, I guess. He's the only one. It's him and Josh Rosen, right? Comes to uh, Meyer's defense and says, hey, man, I know you probably didn't mean anything by it. It's just some ignorant stuff you said. I'd love to have a a, a, sa- a Sabbath meal with you or something. I forget exactly what he said. Uh, some kind of, uh, I, I don't know the term, so I'm ignorant here. But I just, I thought it was kind of interesting, Julian Edelman, because you, you know, when, I guess when you're the Jewish representative in the NFL, right? You can either, yeah. you can either choose to stay out of the fray or be helpful. And he, he's choosing to try to be helpful with this guy. So, I don't know. I think Edelman is a decent dude. I really do. I feel like he kind of stepped in and was just kind of like, hey, man, eh, you're probably not hateful. You're just stupid. Yeah, right. And that's not the first time. He There was another, what was the other story? It was a wideout right. that said something dumb and he was got involved in that story too? I can't remember, but it was something, yeah. It was, um, oh, man. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. But he this is his second time doing this that we know of. I think he likes being head Jew. <laughs> you don't want to get canceled. You got to be careful how you refer I know. to this. I, I'm already <laughs> treading on dangerous territory here. But uh. I think it's I, I agree with your point. I think it's cool that he's getting involved and trying to turn a tricky thing into a positive conversation. Right. Yeah. 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 So I, I think the lesson to be learned here is if you're in the public eye and you might say something stupid, don't be streaming your video games live. Yeah, I'm probably safe from that particular situation. <laughs> what What did he say? Is there a way to say it without being too uh, it starts obnoxious? With a, it starts with a K. Oh, you can't say that. What yeah. is he doing? <laughs> <laughs> you might have to sit down for Seder dinner with some some uh, some Jew from the NFL. <laughs> <laughs> I love Louis's thing. I always, always think about it when I say the word Jew. It's like it's the only it's the only word that's both the actual word and the slur. It just depends how you say it. I know, I know. It's so tricky. It feels hateful sometimes. It just, does. Just that's why it's so yeah. much safer to just say Jewish. Right, right. Because you put a little uh, accidental stank on Jew, and it's uh, awful. Uh huh. <laughs> let's move on. Let's let's put some heat on Dave Gettleman. Ah, love it. This knucklehead. <laughs> he was he was asked about. I, I want your take on this on this attempted joke that he makes. Uh, Giants GM, right? Giants GM Dave Gettleman. He was asked about trying to build a roster while you have the the window of Daniel Jones' rookie contract. This is how it went. Do you need to try and build a window on his rookie deal? I mean, you're too, you, you know you 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 you're giving me the window theory, Tom. Is that what you're talking? I don't, I'm sorry. Doing windows, yes. Yeah, we're doing windows. I, I don't, you know, Microsoft Windows is nice, but I, I'm not a window theory guy. I, I'm, I'm just not. I never have been. I never will be. So we're going to 
keep move, working the process, keep getting better, and we'll win when, you know, we'll, we'll get there. So my question is, does he really believe that, or is that sort of a coach speak moment so that there's, he's relieving the pressure from these next couple of years? I don't know. Because the window theory is good. I'm jealous that my team hasn't embraced this idea. You have to think about a window, don't you? Yeah, and like I've already, I mean, you already think about a window before you even draft the guy. Like I already, as a Falcons fan, I'm like, they've got the fourth pick. They can get one of these Trey Lance, Justin Fields kind of guys, and you're, and then immediately you're like, how can we win in three years? That's a, that's, that's of course what you're doing. I'm just more fascinated by the attempted joke and blow off. Oh, um, Windows? Yeah, Microsoft Windows, yeah. <laughs> Sounds like a mob But that's boss, a legit bro. question. Is that, does he have to protect with some coach speak sort of this situation and release the tension and the expectations and the, the follow-up questions by lying? Or does he really not like the window theory? I think he's just winging it. I think, it's, I think he's being truthful. I think he just tries to accumulate... We're just no, trying to win whenever, however. How, you know. Exactly. I don't think there's any timetable. It's. I. I think this is the truth. I don't think he's lying. But isn't that dumb? Isn't it? Isn't the NFL Seems because like everyone it. has the same amount of money? Yeah. Isn't it about go karts? Like you want to either have the brakes on or the gas. You don't. There's no coasting. Right. You got to maximize whatever assets you have when you have them. That's what they're doing with the Brady contract. They're kicking the money that they're paying Brady down the few years when they're going to suck, and they're going to try to win a couple more times. Yeah, that's smart. That, that's what you should do. Yeah. And the Bears just cleared a bunch of cap space, I saw. That's interesting. They, they, they need a, they're going to do a quarterback something, right? It's, it's, it's Drew Brees or Deshaun Watson. It's not Drew Brees. Stop, stop it. He's not retiring. That man loves drama the way that Brett Favre. Fa- <laughs> Brett, Brett Favre. Favre I'm cursing you. The way that Brett Favre <laughs> loves drama. He's just not good at selling it. No, he's done. He's not done. He was already on the best team for him. Why would he leave and start over? Oh, because the heir apparent is there, apparently. No. <laughs> but uh, Cam Newton, when he resigned, and I think it was Jerry who sent us a message on Twitter, he said uh, Taysom Hill was trending because Taysom Hill got dragged into this talk of, uh, he's a punching bag apparently, he got dragged into this talk about Cam Newton because Taysom Hill's making more money than Cam Newton next year. Taysom Hill's making crazy good money. I, I, it's, it's, a, it's one of the great puzzles in the NFL world to me. It's like $16 million. It's some crazy number. It's 16 yep. Uh, does that mean he's the starting quarterback? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> he's also- Are they going to pay Jameis Winston $7 million and have them both there? Does he need a new contract? Nah, he's signed already, right? No, I think he was on a one-year deal. Oh, yeah. And it was like super low money. Oh, I didn't know that. It was like weirdo. I think that's what Cam did. They both went and signed for like, you know, some preposterously small number given their prior stature for the one year. 
And Cam's making real money again this coming year. It's like 13, 14, 15 million, something like that. Signed a one-year contract with the Saints. So he's a free agent right now? I think so, yeah. <clears throat> so you would think if there'd be more talk about him if he was so good. <laughs> you talking about Winston? Yeah. He's not so good, but he is in the top 32 quarterbacks in the world. I'm pretty sure you said 20. I, I think he's 20-something. I don't think he's 20th best. There's a lot of guys that are sort of in that. Once you start listing guys, you're like, well, you can't put him ahead of that guy, right? Mm -hmm. But he's 20-something. He's under he's underrated, I think. My my opinion. Me and Barry Weekman. <laughs> we are the two Winston apologists in this universe. No question. Uh we'll see. We'll see. I think this year is gonna tell us what the what the truth is about James Winston, one way or the other. He's gonna get in there and show us something. It's fair. What's his window? So give me though? give me your guesses, because this week, this next uh the NFL free agency opens this week and there's going to, there's always some names you're like, he's going where he's going to wear that color. There's always some like blow your mind moves. What do you, you got any predictions? You got any bold predictions? <laughs> Other than uh, Drew Brees being a bear. That's, <clears throat> that's bold. Not really. Um, I mean, I have to look at a list of free agents. There's some big ones. Name a few. There's some big ones. There's a lot of quarterback movement yet to be sorted. Now, some of that might not happen this week, but Deshaun Watson ain't playing in Houston. We don't know what the what they're going to do with Russell Wilson, right? There's several other question marks with guys, and a lot of this hinges on the draft strategy and draft capital. And Sam Darnold, what's he going to do? Is he going to stay there? That's a good question, yeah. Are the Panthers going to sit tight and try to pick a quarterback at eight? Or are they going to go try to get Deshaun? A lot of that's going to happen. And then there's just some, like, regular, like, good football players that are just sort of floating around in the abyss, you know. There's a bunch of James Conner type of guys that are available. And um, they didn't sign – what's his name? Aaron um, Aaron Jones. They didn't sign Aaron Jones to the – they didn't uh, uh, franchise tag Aaron Jones. Yeah. So we'll see what happens with him. Looking at NFL.com, Greg Rosenthal. Oh, yeah. Has the top 101 NFL free agents of 2021. Aaron Jones is number three on that list. Number one is Trent Williams, offensive tackle. Um, there's a big wideout. His name eludes me. Who's the biggest? There's a big wide receiver. Kenny Galladay. That's it. He's the big name. Galladay's great. Number seven. Galladay's top 10 wide receivers in the NFL. You could make the argument. Seven, he's eight, close. nine, ten, somewhere in there. He's close. I don't think he's quite top 10, but he's close. Give me give me your list. That blurred out some names. What do you got? Um, all right. Uh, Mike Evans. Yep. Um, Odell Beckham. What? Yeah. Stefan Diggs. I'm going to give you Beckham just to avoid the conflict. <laughs> Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill. The Packer. Packers number one. Devontae Adams. Yeah. Right. Uh, DeAndre, DeAndre Hopkins. 
Yep. Say Julio. I can't. Julio I can't. Jones. I can't. I can't say Julio that. Jones is ahead of Kenny Galladay today. I, I I can't say that he is. What? He's he's brittle like Kittle. I'll give you brittle, but when he's when he's when his knees are working, he's great. He's great. He's unstoppable. His knees will stop him. DK Metcalf, AJ Brown. Yeah, these are all guys I would put ahead of Julio. I would agree with that if you're drafting them now or whatever, and well, that's what we're worried talking about, about injury. Yes, but without injuries, Julio's ahead of all those guys. He's not though. Not anymore. He is. He's old. No, no, he no, he is actually. If you just look it up. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Richard Sherman is a free agent, right? Antonio Brown is a free agent. Janoris Jenkins, Jack Rabbit. They might not re-sign Antonio Brown because they they franchise tagged um, the other kid, the non Mike Evans, non Antonio Brown kid. What's his name? Oh yeah, um, uh, Chris Chris. Chris Godwin. Yeah. yeah, they're paying him, at least for this year. I liked the video of him and his, uh, was it fiance? Like, after the Super Bowl, embracing each other and then doing uh, the uh, the snow angels in the confetti. Yeah, oh, it's t- really cool. That was a touching moment. Yeah, that was really beautiful. That's on my Twitter feed if anyone's listening and wants to see it. Our boy Kyle Juszczyk, or however you say it. That's right. Is a free agent. They're going to pay him and keep him there. Yeah, you think? Probably. He's like the last fullback ever. He's the last one that's like stunningly good at all the details, man. He blocks, he catches. He's good, man. He's smart. He went to an Ivy League school, I think. James White is a free agent. Is he a difference maker still? He's got skills, but he's he's not in the top 30 running backs, right? James Conner? Surprised to see that. Yeah, I, I read that he was there's some talk he was going to wind up in Miami. If oh, they yeah. don't get Aaron Jones, don't spend up. I feel like Miami had a couple running backs that were on the verge of, of being the bell cow last year. Was it Ahmed? Yeah. Or Ahmed? Yeah. Right. That was a weird, that's a weird running back universe right now for fantasy. Can't figure them out. Uh-huh. <clears throat> Trying to see who else is notable here. Cordell or Corderell Patterson. Cordero? How do you say that? I don't know. <clears throat> Cordero. Nadama Kinsu. They're going to pay all those guys. They moved the money around so they could pay them this year, right? They're going to pay as many of those guys as they can. Keep the band together. <laughs> Patrick Peterson. I think he said he's done with um, Arizona. That's a big name. He's a good player. Yeah. He's still got something left in the tank, yeah? For sure. Yeah. Uh, Sammy Watkins, Malcolm Butler. Nelson Aguilar, Chris Carson, Melvin Ingram. Chris Carson's interesting. Andy Dalton. (laughs) 
Well, number one on that list until he signed was Dak Prescott. Right. That's the big news since I talked to you last. Got the contract. And depending on how you break it down, that contract pays more per year than uh, Patrick Mahomes. Does it? And it allows him to sign another giant one because it's only a four-year deal, mm. assuming that he his ankle's okay and he plays great. He's going to get another payday. After this, $160 million. What does he get, like 65 up top? It's some crazy structure of it. It winds up being like $72 million this year, some oh, crazy the way that it's structured. It's got a giant signing bonus or something. So the Cowboys would have gotten off a lot cheaper if if they had signed them last year when they were quibbling. Yeah, right? or two years ago or three yeah. years ago. They've been like floundering around with this guy. It's so funny to me that they were like, well, we don't know. I mean, what happens if we sign a big contract and then he destroys his ankle? Oh, he, oh, he destroyed his ankle? Let's sign him to a big contract. <laughs> Some reporter was saying that it kind of tips off the big TV deal that's coming. Right. Because Jerry Jones knows what's going on with that. Right. right. Yeah. Did you see the real numbers for the revenue? So last year it was 16 to two years ago, the revenue from the league was 16 billion with a B. And in 2020, it was 12 billion. So they dropped 4 billion from the prior year. I can't believe they only lost 25%. I mean, that's yeah. kind of astounding that yeah. they pulled off. A season where there were no canceled games, you know, basically they got all the TV revenue and they lost almost all the ticket sales. Right. It's kind of amazing. Yeah, they must have made it up somewhere else, right? Because that can't, like, they had to make money in other areas. Because that can't be, like, so, I mean, almost every game sells out. And I don't know what the numbers are, but right. it's many millions of dollars every Sunday. Yeah, but it's, I mean, I actually was kind of thinking the other way. I'm surprised that <laughs> the main loss that you had this season was the live ticket sales, right? Mm -hmm. I'm surprised that's as much as 25%-ish of the pie. I've I just assumed that most of the reason that you're even playing football is for the TV revenue. Right. Yeah, that makes sense. I don't know. <clears throat> Excuse me, man. I got but good for them. I mean, again... As I've said over and over, you you can make the argument they shouldn't have played football this year, but once they decided to do it, they they did it well. They they handled their shit, man. They they were open and flexible and willing to play a weird Wednesday game here and there, whatever they needed to do, but they didn't lose any games. Yeah, I mean, if anything, it shows the strength of the league. Like even this global pandemic didn't really bring it to its knees. So Right. Yeah, you got right. you gotta feel good about I mean, minus like an, a world war, the NFL is going to go on. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. And um, it was just, just selfishly, it was so great to have NFL football on television during some of the weirdest months of my life. Yeah, it really was. <clears throat> you know. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. 
Hero also drops other limited edition ultra low net carb goodies like rich flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to hero.co to shop today. We got a new uh, message from a new Patreon subscriber, uh, patreon.com slash quick snaps. I wanted to share this. Uh, it's from Pete. He says, hey, Kostaki and Aaron, I'm a diehard Colts fan and a huge fan of your podcast. I usually listen Monday nights on Stitcher. During the season, there's nothing better than putting Steve Levy's dumbass on mute and listening to your jokes instead. That's nice. <laughs> so he listens. He watches the Monday night game and listens to quick snaps. I like that. That's great. <clears throat> Thanks, buddy. Go I've, Colts. I've, lived, I've listened long enough to know I'm from the same town as the Viking Vixen. How does that happen? <laughs> We're in the middle of Colts and Bears country. Our bars only have prints on the jukeboxes for profiling reasons. Anyway, love you guys. Love the show. Looking forward to the free agency madness in this coming season. I'm just here for the Hodges original artwork. <laughs> That's cool, man. Thanks for thanks for following along. That's Lafayette, Indiana, right? That's where uh, Viking Vixen is? Is that right? I don't remember. I think so. And yeah. that sort of fits what he said. It's sort of... It's towards Chicago, so it's kind of between Indy and Chicago. Yeah. It's Purdue, and I, that seems like sort of a blend of Bears and Colts country. It sounds like we got to do a quick snaps meetup slash live show in Lafayette, Indiana. Let's do it. <laughs> Let's do it. Put it that on has board. a great little... That's one of my favorite venues. I There's a venue there called the Lafayette Theater I've done maybe nine times in 15 years it's it's a great gig it's fun it's one of those places that's got so much heart and it's got like it's like a little mom and pop kind of vibe about it and lots of hardcore locals and big bob and tom community uh but you don't want to see that place with the lights on it is grimy <laughs> it's been there forever it's been an old like you know band bar kind of theater for years yuck yeah gritty it's got tar on the floor yeah, it's a little rough. Bubble gum on the But it's seats. like a bargain. Like we always keep the tickets kind of low because it's got a high capacity and pack that place and they get pretty cheap beers and it's a good vibe. But it's a cool downtown too. It's a surprisingly cool little uh, little community there. Thanks for putting up with the after smell of vomit. Tickets are only $10 tonight. <laughs> I'm exaggerating. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that. It's not a. It's not a grimy, awful college bar. That's a whole other level of thing. It's, I, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm I've not, been to many of those. I'm not trying to trash your venue. I'm just yeah, that's right. Just having some fun. <laughs> having some yucks. Uh, well, it's good to talk to you, man. This is nice. Uh, packing up the car, heading back to LA. Yeah, another big life change. Yeah, I mean we're gonna we're gonna come back, and we may come back even sooner, but we're definitely gonna come back to the East Coast some for the summer. Uh, but we're gonna go to LA for a while and reconnect with all our peeps out there and reset things. Be good. It's gonna be a it's a long drive. Yeah, you're leaving from Georgia or Florida? No, leave, leaving from Florida, which makes it longer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You got to go. You got to drive north for like five hours before you can turn left. <laughs> That's right. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> but it will be kind of fun to do the southerly drive to do 10-ish instead of 40-ish. 
Mm. You know, because it goes through Pensacola and Biloxi and past New Orleans and then through te- through like the meaty part of Texas. Uh, that's actually, a, I don't know, I'll report back. I think that's a better view, you know, especially when you get out west. Uh, the southern lead drive across America's, it's got a lot, there's a lot to see. It'll be cool. Yeah. Well, enjoy, man. That'll, that's a long, fun trip. You're going to see a lot of the country. Yeah, man. Are you going through Texas? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's the long stretch, yeah? Yeah, that, that's the long stretch. Where you, there's some sign, like, when you drive in at Texas, like, and it tells you, like, El Paso, the, the mileage to El Paso, it's some crazy number, like, 950 miles. <laughs> same state. And you're like, oh, oh, it's going to be a long state. Yeah. Do the, the, the pods, the storage pods meet you back in L.A.? Yeah, if we go that route, we're still discussing. We could because we're going to try to come back this way for the summer. You know, we we might not move into a permanent place. We're going to debate that and decide. Gotcha. Yeah. So we could either do that. Either way, it would be fun. All right. Yeah. Keep me updated, buddy. Yes, sir. We'll do. We'll do. <laughs> All right. Any other bold predictions? This is going to be a big week. I mean, I'm surprised we haven't had more news up to now. But in the next, like, three, four, five days, it's going to be chaos. There's going to be some big big signings, big names. You're going to go, I can't believe that guy's going to wear turquoise or whatever. It really, yeah. Okay. I don't know. Telling you. Aaron Jones, kind of, there's going to be a bunch of these names coming up. Mark my words. Well, Aaron Jones is going to get his money. Yeah, but I don't think he's going to, I don't think he's going to be wearing a green shirt. Yeah. Wow. Because they got two good running backs there. They're going to spend their money somewhere else, right? Who else besides Jamal? The, the the rookie kid. His name eludes me, but he looked good by the, the end of the year. He's like this big thigh, you know, bruiser kid. He's a, he's a buzzworthy in fantasy dynasty circles. Last time the Packers had a big thigh running back, he ate himself out of the league. Bro. <laughs> oh, Eddie Lacy, we miss you, buddy. <laughs> Where where are you right now? You're at a rib place. That's where you are. <laughs> oh, that's a big boy. We don't mean that's anything a, by it, Eddie. That's a big boy. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta we gotta get a new Eddie Lacey to write fat jokes. We gotta have one player that's unusually given his position. I mean, if you were an offensive lineman, you look like Eddie Lacey, you wouldn't even blink. Uh, Jared Lorenzen type. Yes. The hefty lefty. Hefty lefty. Oh, I gotta, sh- I gotta show you before we go. Hold on one second. The biggest loser, Jared Lorenzen. <laughs> uh, for the listeners, Aaron ran off the screen to go get something. He's back. What are we looking at? Oh, it's a Bill Parcells being carried off the field photo. Is that? <laughs> I'm only getting part of it. Is that? Uh, is that LT carrying him? We got LT on there. Bill Parcells picked this up at a thrift store for four ninety nine. <laughs> Giants. It's got some of my favorite players on here, and they definitely make Bill Parcells look like a general. <laughs> they got Otis Anderson, Jeff Hostetler, oh, yeah. LT, Mark Ingram, Carl Banks. Oh, I remember these names. Dave Meggett. Meggett! One of my favorite players ever. And this is one yep. of my 
uh, favorite and first memories of football was this Super Bowl. This is the Super Bowl win over the Bills, 20 to 19, Super Bowl 25. And you see this guy on the end there? Number uh-huh. 89. Uh huh. Oh, oh, that's, it's got to be Bavaro. Hell yeah, it is. Oh, yeah. I have two questions. Is that a Texaco logo? What? Is that a Texaco logo? Is that prominent in the stadium at the time? Oh, I guess that is, yeah. Okay. Second question, was that the Super Bowl that was in Tampa? That I don't know. Because one year when I was in college, the Super Bowl was in Tampa, and I went to the University of South Florida, and we didn't have any money. We didn't go to the Super Bowl. But we had a six-pack and, like, hung around – on the grounds and kind of tailgated the Super Bowl. And I believe it was that game. That was a good one. Yeah. I did that also for the Rolling Stones when they came and played there. <laughs> Similar experience. <laughs> yeah, we went and hung out and listened to, you know, yeah, some Stones music from outside the stadium for free. Beautiful. Yeah, I would do that again. That was fun. Cool. Well, I just had to show you that incredible find. That I got at the Goodwill. Five bucks. Five bucks, baby. That's a bargain. Hell yeah. <laughs> Good to talk to you, man. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll see you in a couple weeks, I guess. Yeah, let's do that. Good luck with the move and the drive. Thanks, man. Thanks for listening, everybody. Thanks for watching on patreon.com slash quicksnaps. We love you. special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.